right, welcome back to the Kill Your Internet podcast. We're here on week four. Uh, with you as always are your boys and girl Foxtrot and the Get Down. Uh, with you today is me, myself, Colin, and we got Ken, Jose in the building. Back again. Back again, dude. What a weird day. It's yeah. like, like a really weird day. Been a weird week. I don't know. Uh, we're like literally getting all this coronavirus news like as we're standing here, and uh, yeah, everything seems a little bit fucked up today. It, it's been literally the past, I think, hour where shit's yeah, literally let's just go down hit everything. the fan. Uh, uh, President Trump announces a 30-day ban on travel to most of Europe. The NBA suspended its season. Tom Hanks has the coronavirus. Rudy Gobert has the coronavirus. Everything's just kind of out of whack right now. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a, a way to, like, just, like, get off this topic and talk about something else, but it's kind of hard to right literally now. literally affects every aspect of life. Yeah, this <laughs> sucks. Like, I, I'm trying to, like... Do normal shit and, you know, do the band thing. And I literally can't think of anything except for this. And uh, this sucks. Like, shout out, like, prayers to everybody who's affected. And, you know, I just, like, I, I'm at the point where, like, I guess it doesn't, like, necessarily, like, affect us directly yet. So it doesn't, like, have this, like, overarching, like, doom and gloom on us, per se. But, I mean, right now, it's just, like, you're thinking about everybody on Earth. So it's kind of, like, a fucked up situation right now. No, I mean, yeah, I mean what really, else can we say? I can't really elaborate more. It's just everything's situation. weird. We're yeah. recording remote today from our rehearsal studio here in Port Fishington, uh, Philadelphia. And uh, yeah, everything's out of whack right now, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no idea. I mean, between we're both big basketball guys, the NBA season being. I had tickets on Saturday. So Oof. yeah, this sucks. Uh, but I guess what's better for the group you know what i mean like i don't want to go there and everybody gets sick so yeah yeah true uh yeah i don't know man i'm totally out of fucking whack right now so you know let's let's talk about some positive things uh new singles doing great uh already has more shazams than any other song we've ever had so that's fucking fantastic um yeah dc was great showdown there was awesome uh we already covered the foundry show so we don't really have to go over that but uh dc show with deal casino and the orphan the poet was awesome um met a lot of cool people down there mike jones came out did the radio thing so that was really cool uh other than that i mean like i said we're out here in our rehearsal studio just trying to get our heads around everything so you know Ken, how are you feeling while you're drinking your monster? I'm trying to get some energy in me right now, but I'm feeling good. I mean, it could be worse. It, it could be worse. <laughs> I'm trying, really I'm trying to get worse. this shit straight, dude. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty crazy to see everything getting canceled and everything getting moved around, and it's, like, becoming a more and more of a reality. And uh, I know it, it's freaking everybody out, and I guess the only thing to really do is just buckle down, take care of the people that you're with, and fucking wash your hands, please, for the love of God. Wash your hands, and for the love of God, do not cancel March Madness. Yeah, we need it, dude, please. I have been looking forward to this March Madness all year, it's, and I need it. I mean, Pearl Jam canceled their tour. Apparently, the Dead & Company are planning on canceling their tour for the summer. Going that far out is kind of crazy. Yeah, Coachella got moved. Got, to, got moved and suspended. I don't know, man. I'm just like I'm selfishly thinking half right now because I don't want anything of ours to get moved or canceled or anything to be fucked up. But at the same time, dude, what can we really do? This is out of our hands. This is a bigger thing. So, um, I guess we'll get into segments. We'll start out uh, wildest shit we've seen on the internet this week. Let's take it to a lighter note. Did you see what happened with Bob Saget? 
No. <laughs> so, do you know who Corey Feldman is? Yeah. He yeah. was the child star mm-hmm. who wound up having a really troubled adult life. He did uh, that weird dance. He right? did that weird the, dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he said that he was sexually abused by people in Hollywood and named some guy named Bob Hoffman. And uh, for some reason, somebody on Twitter thought he said Bob Saget. And Bob Saget started trending. Oh, God. And it wasn't Bob Saget. So Bob Saget must have just been sitting at home. Out of all the weird shit that Bob Saget has said or done, this is the thing that, like... Did the Twitter mob unleash on him? Because, uh, you know, I don't everything know. on Twitter no, I think is the, fact, the Twitter so. mob unleashed on the dude who got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sorry, Bob Saget. That's, that's a rough way to get your name trending on Twitter. Um, I think about shit like that, like, just, like, the spread of false information... And that was kind of my opinion earlier today was like, dude, like there's so much like false shit going on right now. Like I, I, earlier today, I was kind of in this place with the whole coronavirus thing. Like, I don't know whether or not this is real or not. Like, did you see well, one of the other things that I was going to bring up was the fact that there is like a conspiracy online that like all this shit is fake and that it was like a way for the liberals to like get the stock market to plummet. So that, pre- uh, dude, I read that and I was like, oh, my God. And now it's starting to seem like there is absolutely no way this is a conspiracy. No, I think people just think because of social media now, they have to give their opinion on everything, even if they don't have the facts right. And they're like, listen, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I can't tell you what's going on with this. Yeah. But, you know, I guess it's always best to be safe. And I'm not going to say much more about that. I don't into, know how we got there from Bob Saget, but we did. Yeah. So, um <laughs> Uh, the next thing, next wildest thing I've seen on the internet was, once again, about kind of like false information on Twitter. Uh, this had to do with uh, a hashtag, two hashtags that were going around. One was uh, Bernie dropout, and the other one was uh, Biden, what was it, like Biden rise or something like that. Basically, like, things trending on Twitter to lead you to believe that, like, Bernie's out of the race and that Biden was, like, ascending and, like, everybody was like, dude, who the fuck started these hashtags? And then there was, like, a whole conspiracy theory going online that, like, it was Russian bots that were infiltrating Twitter. Oh, gosh. So I wouldn't, you know what, with everything that's going on, can I really look past that and, like, laugh? No, no. It's the times we live in. It's the times we live in. So, I don't know, dude. Fucking, where, where is true information? I feel like Alex Jones at this point. Like, where is the true oh, information? You Show the, me the documents. the DUI. So oh, in. yeah. Fucking Alex Jones <laughs> called it DUI this week, so I don't <laughs> That guy. <laughs> I was going to say, what a, what a meteoric fall, but I don't really think that really counts in the case of Alex Jones. Yeah, because you think with everything going on, he'd be on the front lines, but I guess he's got his own... He's got his own things to, things deal, to deal with. Deal with. Uh, the other wildest shit that I've seen on the internet today... <laughs> um, are you familiar with the rapper The Baby? Yes, this is a video that yeah, came out with uh, him. There was a video that came out that allegedly showed him absolutely decking a female fan for putting her phone in his face and uh i watched the video and it really happened oh my god he straight up punched this girl in the face and he got like booed out of the venue this dude has been in the news more in like the last like six months for shit that he has not done music related like he like beat up a concert promoter and like he just fame does weird shit to people man yeah, I guess it's, you know, if you don't got music, you got to fight. Yeah, don't, first off, don't ever put your phone in the face of a, a of a performer like, like and like hit them with it. But at the same time, if you ever put your hands on a woman, dude, don't do that. It's a bad look. It's a fucking morally bankrupt thing to do. And uh, we disavow. We disavow heavy. We disavow. We disavow heavy. But the video is absolutely fucking insane. Um yeah, and that, that, besides the coronavirus stuff, was definitely the wildest shit that I've seen on the internet this week. 
Uh, Ken, see the funny thing is we had this set up to where it was me and Eric at first, and then and then Eric had to had to bounce the studio, and so now it's me and Ken. So Ken's uh, Ken's flying by the seat of his pants here. But Ken, did you see anything wild on the internet this week that I missed? I'm trying to wrap my head. I'm kind of going. Into I guess this the hot. NBA season being canceled, and I've been on the edge of my seat with this whole March Madness thing because I feel like they said they're not going to play in front of crowds, which I guess is pretty crazy. But now the NBA set a precedent of not playing at all. I think the Big East tournament though is still going to be played in front of people in really? Madison Square Garden. Interesting. Last time I checked, which did you hear that the only move. team to object to pl- not playing in front of fans? Who <laughs> the Knicks? <laughs> of course, what the fuck, of course. Dude? They can't just like be normal for five fucking seconds. <laughs> Um, all right, so on top of that, we're going to go into uh, kind of a, a watered-down segment of what have we been listening to this week. Ken, if you want to jump in with any of these, feel free. Um, I guess I'll start with mine first while you get ready. Yeah, definitely. I got to peruse um, a little. And like I said, we are recording remotely this week, so the Bluetooth connection is not great. I'll probably put the songs in after the fact. But uh, the first song that I've been listening to is by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Uh, it's a new song called Be Afraid. Uh, I'm a huge Jason Isbell fan. Um, from the stuff he did solo to with the 400 unit to with drive-by truckers. And uh, the new song, Be Afraid, is kind of a new direction for him. Uh, it's got, it feels really like mid-era Neil Youngish to me, like, um, like rocking in the free world. It's actually the same key, so maybe that's why it reminds me of that. But um, big, bombastic Americana rock song. Uh, on top of that, you know, he, he, just, I, I, he does no wrong, in my opinion. The song is really, like, lyrically strong. Um, kind of talks about no matter what the situation is, like, push through. Like, push through. Be afraid, but do it anyway is the, is the hook of the chorus. So uh, that's the first song I've listened to this week. Uh, second song is from a band we just played with in D.C., uh, the band Deal Casino. Our mm-hmm. buddies out of Asbury Park, New Jersey. Kick-ass band. They did a great job at that show. They headlined it. Uh, it's their new song called Best Year. Um, I don't know. I just love the way this band writes songs. I love the way that they structure things, and it's always big hooks. But at the same time, the vocals that Joe lays down are always like very reserved in the beginning and get to a big place in the chorus. And I, you know, I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Um, third thing I've been listening to, I dug back in my personal vault and I picked a song from when I had a flip phone that had music on it. Uh, Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton is an R&B singer. Um, how he's not a household name, I don't understand. Um, he had a song called Coming From Where I'm From, and I remember being like on the cheese bus going to grade school, mm-hmm. and I don't know how it wound up coming into my world, uh, but wound up just being one of my all-time favorite songs, uh, Coming From Where I'm From by Anthony Hamilton. Um, yeah, someone who I think set the stage for a lot of what people are doing today, but just like a really raw vocal. And uh, but with a really smooth instrumental. So those are uh, my picks for what I've been listening to. Ken, anything for you? Uh, just a couple off the top of my head. Um, well, one would be Dirty Heads just dropped a new record this year. Um, Supermoon, title track off that, Supermoon's great song. Um, they really keep going with their sound in this interesting direction that just seems to keep evolving. I'm a fan. And then one more. Um, it, it is March 11th, so I would, oh God. I would be... Wrong if I didn't pick a 311 song for 311 day. Um, let's see what will be a good one. Space and Time off the new albums are good. 311. Go with the sound. Deep Cut. Deep Cut's only. Deep Cut, okay. All right, so Ken is the world's biggest 311 fan, by the way. Great. Just long-time <laughs> fan. First time, long time. I remember in college watching a 311 day DVD that Ken had. Yeah, 311 live day from 2004. New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I remember. Don't think I don't remember. Let's go running off Transistor would probably be my favorite song by them of all time. So that's a that's a good one. Deep cut. You, you could say Ken came in here today ready to come original. <laughs> always. Ken's always ready to come original. I like 311. Um, Ken's also drinking a monster right now, so I don't know if that really validates. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what we've been listening to this week. Um so it, it's it's funny. This feels like an expedited version of what we've been doing. Like usually, like this is so much more spaced out. But I feel like we're so discombobulated, and we're not even in our usual podcast studio. Um, so we're doing our best here, people. Yeah, we're literally standing up. Just yeah, we're standing in the studio in right now, microphones in hand. I don't even have the video running right now. Um, but yeah, we're doing our best, guys. We're doing our best to keep it all together. Whether you stay or you go, I know you know better. <laughs> this is the life we chose for reasons no one knows. And that's how it goes. By the way, did you know that's our new single? I did. Oh, yeah. You know, it happens was, to be doing really yeah. well. Um, so the next segment we got into last week, Ken wasn't here for it, but smashing success. Uh, we had people like – so I put up a poll on Instagram. Or it wasn't a poll. It was like, ask us anything. It's mm-hmm. a little AMA section. So we're going to answer questions from our, our fans or people on, on Instagram that they sent us. Uh so, the one thing last week that we noticed, we got a lot of spam. Nice. This one is what, just what, what a... kind of spam? This one's just a fire emoji. This one's in Spanish. Nos gusto to... Es- I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, this one is just hand-raising emojis. Like the, 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 the up hands. Uh, all right. First real one. Favorite guitar shops in Southeastern PA. Uh, I'm going to say this. We are not a bougie bunch. What's uh, what, what's the shop you go to? And- I go to a A and G music store in Havertown. It's a local mom and pop shop that is great. If you live in Havertown or Delaware County and are looking for a small shop, highly recommend it. They got lessons if you're looking for lessons. A lot of used gear. Definitely a gem. I would recommend checking out there. That's where I go for a lot of stuff. Uh, so for me, there was a shop in Westchester that I really loved. That I got a lot of stuff oh, yeah. from back in college. Um, Pat's Music on Cotman Ave. Uh, the one in Ben Salem is actually one where I learned, like, I basically learned about guitars. So Pat's Music, I'll always throw a shout out to Pat's Music. Um, and then, I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm going to get bougie real quick. My last guitar was from Fender. They sent it to me, so you know. Uh, shout out to Jack Madden. He's our guitar tech who sets up our guitars. He's out of South Jersey. He does it out of his house. Dude is a madman, but he's fucking awesome. Um, and then for, like, little things, it's always Guitar Center Sam Ash. Like, we're easy, like, or even now, I just sometimes Amazon. If you oh my! Get hold stuff on, on the go. Hold on here. Favorite city to play in? Not Philly. Not Philly. I'm always big on Nashville shows. Yeah, I was gonna say Nashville's probably Atlanta's always good to us. DC's um, always good to us. DC. Um, New York. Uh, I'm not gonna say New York. Ken's not gonna say New York, yo. I. New York is good. Not my favorite, but it's we good. have good New York shows. I think it's like a Philly versus New York thing. Charlotte was cool. Charlotte, Charlotte came out, or and Raleigh. Most of North Carolina comes out. Um, New Orleans, we had a great time. Oh, <laughs> Louisville, time. Kentucky was cool. Lexington, the Burl, Lexington site. Yeah. Um, Knoxville Preservation Pub. Buy some jewelry great from that spot. dude underneath, oh, the underneath. Sh- underneath the stairs. In his uh, van. We have a lot. Um, ooh, this is a good one. Favorite Kanye album? Why don't you rip my heart out? Uh, Ken, do you have one, or is yeah, this just going to be me babbling? You, you, go, you go first. All right, so I break this down into different segments. So, talking straight bars, mm-hmm. I'm going Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Okay. You're talking concept, I'm going Yeezus. 
because that's my favorite era, Kanye. Pissed off, made it the world, Kanye. Um, Graduation's his best album. It has the biggest, grandest concept. The thing I always love about Kanye albums is there's always a concept to them, or like the period of the time he is in his creative life is what he gives you. Um, and I mean, like, Late Registration is a classic. Uh, Kyle Dropout introduced me to rap, really. So, I mean, this is like ripping my soul out. Um, my least favorite Kanye album is actually The Life of Pablo, which is a weird thing because it was such a big album, but. I was never more hyped for an album, and I was never more underwhelmed. So, I don't know. I mean, there's still classics on that. Like, I love Ultralight Beam, um, Highlights. Uh, I don't know. I got a lot of songs on that record, but, like, just based on, like, pure expectation versus what I got, it's my least favorite. So, can go. I would probably say, you know, Rapid Fire Graduation is easily my favorite, yeah. but I think Late Registration is right behind there. Such and a great album. I love the production and the creativity of 808s and Heartbreaks. Oh, dude, how do I miss 808s? I it's, it shifted rap forever. Yeah, that's a solid album as well. Um, here's one. Uh, favorite new band, like a, like a young band that's coming out. Like I guess, I guess mine would be Deal Casino, probably. I'm a huge fan of Deal Casino. Shouts out to our boys. Um... There's a band called Hero of the Band out of Atlanta okay. that Wendy Rollins turned me on to that actually went up became becoming our boys through Instagram, but um, they're kick ass. Um, Ken, who like if you're like looking at young bands, like who are you looking at? Not Fox trying to get them. There is actually this local Philly band I just found out about. They're like fresh on the scene. Um, this band called Citywide. They oh, have, they followed us on Instagram. Yeah, they're great. Um, they have a really great classic sound, great vocals. Um, and they've just kind of dipped their feet into getting onto the scene, so I would keep I mean, an eye in out that, for them. I mean, in that vein, I guess I would say You Do You is a band out of Philly that I really like. Um, I actually heard them on XPN, and I thought mm-hmm. it was Tedeschi Trucks Band, and I lost my mind. And we've actually become good friends with them over Instagram. Uh, they actually came out to the Foundry Show, so they're, they're, they're on my list, too. So a lot of Philly bands, I guess. Um, let's keep going with the questions. I got one on Facebook. Oh, on Twitter. This was an awesome question. All right, so the question was, one of these Disney classics has to go forever. Aladdin, The Lion King, or the original Toy Story? I got my answer. You go first. Aladdin. I'm cool without Aladdin. See, I love Aladdin. Aladdin, I I mean, I love, like, Robin Williams, but, like, if one of the three has to go, I'm not getting rid of The Lion King. Um, And I'm not getting rid of Toy Story. Shout out to Tom Hanks. Whoever asked that question, come on. You got to put, like, um... Put something that I can get rid of, like... What's a bad one? I'm trying to think of a bad one. Yeah, it's tough, dude. I'd probably go Toy Story. Really? Yeah. I love love them all, but... All right, yeah, that's a great question. And there was one in here from my brother that... This is, like, a real... Because me and him had this conversation yesterday. Who's your rap Mount Rushmore? So that's four. And so I'll go mine first so I can give you kind of, like, my... Because I, like, thought deep about this. Really deep, like too deep. So I think Jay-Z is number one because of longevity, uh, just quality. He's a billionaire. Jay-Z is the GOAT without question. He's the greatest rapper of all. It's just because of the career. I don't look at skill necessarily in this. I'm looking at the totality. Longevity, career. Influence, influence all that. Influence, yeah. So my number two, I thought about who has had culture, culturally and like who has influenced the way things have gone the most. And I, I thought of like creativity and I thought Kanye right away. Okay. I knew Kanye would be and on so there for I you. And so I knew like this, I knew that that's going to be a hot, top, hot, hot button one. Um, but Kanye would be my number two. And this isn't any, any particular order except for Jay-Z. And then I thought, who had the greatest run in rap history? Like, like absolutely like the hottest, undoubtedly, 
didn't miss for years, like absolutely fucked the game up, changed it forever. And I had to put a Southern rapper in because to me, T.I. Like, no, so T.I. No, T.I. is like up there for me. Like he was on my honorable mention. Outcast. Outcast is on my honorable mention as well. <laughs> I put Lil Wayne. Okay. Lil Wayne right had Southern the hottest rappers. run in history from like 09 to like 2013 before he went to jail. We no, also have the bias of kind of growing up or that was like our late high school yeah, college. Yeah, it was for me it was like it was high school college like the drought 3, no ceilings, mm-hmm. uh Carter 2, Carter 3. But you got to remember this too. Wayne has been around since the Hot Boys. Wayne's been around since The Block is Hot. The Block is Juvenile. Hot, dude. Yeah, bling bling. Like Wayne has been around forever. Wayne and Wayne also influenced an entire generation. There's no future, there's no young thug. Yeah, everything like, out now. Everything out now and then there's no Drake without yeah, Wayne. Definitely. The thing is though I almost flip-flopped Drake and Wayne because Drake's run has been unprecedented. But the thing is, though, Drake to me is more of a, a product of – he's like a – I don't know. Drake is like a machine. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. So I put Drake in my honorable mention. And then my fourth – because I, I thought about absolute cultural influence and like – because it was either Biggie or Pac. Yeah. I said Pac. And I'm not even the biggest Pac fan, but he just had more music. Are you – Biggie or Tupac, though, and, like, a personal preference. Biggie, Biggie 100%. Yeah. Tupac. See, I grew up with Biggie. Like, Biggie was, like, like when I got into rap, like, my guy. Mm-hmm. So, But my honorable mention is Biggie, Nas, Outkast. I love T.I., dude. You know that's my boy, my southern man. I mean, I do think Paper Trail is probably oh, one of man. my favorite hip-hop albums. But, I mean, he basically invented trap, so it's kind yeah. of hard not to put him in there. Mm-hmm. But so, And, I mean, that's one that people would forget about. Um, Ken, go to yours. Okay, so... Also, no prep on this for Ken, so he's flying yeah. by CSB. Um, my first, and this is in no order, but who I think is the most underrated rapper of all time, Tyler Quilly, would be all mine. Okay. I mean, when Jay-Z says in a lyric that if he was the best, he would lyrically be Tyler Quilly. True. So... Big facts. Debate me on that, anyone. You're... Anyone. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, kind of in that same vein, Common. I love Common. I think we both love the album. He's, all, he's definitely on my honorable mention. The album B is a classic. Um, number three, I'll go. I'll go Eminem. I See, Eminem, love, I forgot was also my honorable. Love mention. Eminem. I think just cultural impact, cultural record sale, and just the lyrics, like some of the shit he says, kind of makes you like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, crazy dude. You can say that. Yeah, I mean, he changed the world too. So that's a really good pick. Um, I'm just trying to go different because, like, I, I'd probably put Kanye on mine maybe or a Tupac, but I'm going to go personal preference here and go the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I love the game. That's I know just you do. kind of a personal pick. Another guy who had a really hot run, kind of like a 50 Cent in the same way I had an amazing run. Those two very much kept gangster rap alive for, I think, as long as possible. Yeah, you do love the game. Yeah, That's an interesting top four. I like that. Um, all right, so that was the questions for this week. Um, fucking wild questions. Uh, we also had a couple more spams. One of the groups that spammed us last week was like, hey, we're the number one promotion group for up-and-coming bands. Sign us for 2020. To which I said, and I reiterate this week, no. So um, <laughs> stop spamming us or keep spamming us. It's kind of funny to me. Last week we had an Italian group speak to us in Italian. Uh, this week we had a Spanish group speaking to us in Spanish. Uh, Do they say come to Brazil? I feel <laughs> like that's the number one social media for come any to Brazil. artist. <laughs> um... All right, and so there was a segment last week I'm going to try with you real quick um, that we tried. It's a new segment called <laughs> Yo 
ew or no? To which it's basically like overrated, underrated that they do for uh, pitchfork to where I'm going to give you a random thing and you give me whether you like it, it's a yote. If you love it, it's an ew. And if you hate it, it's a null. So nulls, no. It's like when when you hear something in the studio and like we're like you like it you're like yo so and if you love it it's ew. Yeah, so you use the number one yo's two good and nals no yeah okay all right so I'll I'll do the the same first one I did for Eric last week cream in your coffee eat I go eat <laughs> um, go I can eat. I can go black coffee yeah. Um, I like a little cream, but too much cream. I actually just had this issue on my way down here. I got a coffee, and I went too heavy on the cream, and it ruined the coffee. So. Monster energy drink. And coffee. It was. No, I'm saying, what's your opinion on oh, Monster Energy uh, Drink? Ew, definitely. Ew. Ew you know, Ken loves the Monster. I'll do Monster over Red Bull any day. Here you go. Here's one. Um, gin. Like the drink gin? The gin, gin drink. Oh, ew, definitely. Number one, number one um, wedding drink for me, gin and Oh, tonics. gin and tonic. Yeah. That was my wedding drink at my own wedding. Um, I'll give you one more. Metal music. I'll go yeet because I do like some heavier stuff. You do. But if I like, I, it's tough because I feel like if I talk to like a metal head, they'd be like, that's not even... That's not even metal. Yeah, I fall asleep like to that a, stuff. It's kind of like being a Flyers fan. Like, in the way that, like, if you're a metal fan, you are a metal fan. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a, a, a close-knit, like, community like that. Yeah. They're um a very, not guarded, but... Give me one. Give you one. Okay. What am I thinking? Think about it. Just any random... It could be a person, a thing. doesn't matter. Kevin Bacon. Ooh, I'm going to go with ew because he's a Philly native and also Footloose is a banger. He's been in about a billion movies. True. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ew with Kevin Bacon. Shout out to Kevin Bacon. If you want to come on the pod, hit me up. <laughs> he joined the pod game. We found out on part of my take last week. Stop by the studio. Uh, give me one more. Give me one more. One more. Okay. Um, oh, shit, I'm, I'm blanking He's here. blanking, dude. Um, I'll give you one. AirPods. Okay. Like the Apple AirPods are Apple just AirPods. like Bluetooth. Nope, Apple AirPods. No, because I, I don't have a pair. I have a good <laughs> cheap knockoff pair of Bluetooth headphones. So. No, because I'll just lose them. All right, so that was Yotu or Null. If I think of one, I'll just randomly. Yeah, just randomly pop in. Uh, I didn't want to do this in the beginning of the pod because I didn't feel like it was necessary, or I didn't feel like it was right because I didn't want brand association. But our sponsor for this week is Two Robbers Hard Seltzer. Crispy boys, you know it's going to be a hot boy summer. Got to get that body looking right. Uh, zero calories, 5.2% alcohol. Uh, seltzers are taking over. Two robbers, Philly original. So yeah, Delicious. Delicious. I, any that cucumber, best baby. seltzer out there, yes. Best seltzer out Easy. there. Um, all right, so we'll go into our overarching conversation for the week. This week I wanted to go into, because we were talking about Nashville a lot last week, and kind of our journey down there. Um, and, you know, we're a road band. We like to go on the road and we like to talk about this, but... The one thing that we were talking about was the fact that, you know, we went to Nashville because we thought we had to. Mm-hmm. And I guess the overarching conversation this week is, is it necessary for a band to leave home and go to one of the bigger markets in order to make it? You know, especially yeah. with the Internet nowadays, is it really necessary? And when I'm saying a major market for a musician like in Nashville, in New York, LA. in L.A., um, and I guess I'll start the conversation by saying to us, I think it was necessary. I think we learned a lot there. Yeah. Um, I think it's like kind of ingrained into artists that you have to do that. Like you have to 
break into one of these bigger markets. And I guess for hip hop too, Atlanta would be one too, would be yeah. the main one right mm-hmm. now. But I mean, Ken, didn't don't you feel like we learned a lot down there? Oh, definitely, especially a town like Nashville, where it is such a well industry town, but also I think it's even bigger in terms for you for songwriting. Um, it's just networking too. We met a lot of producers, engineers, managements from there. You know, it's just really is networking, and that's tough to do online. I think over the internet. To I mean, I think you can break over the internet nowadays. Like you can get your name out there, mm-hmm. but eventually you're gonna have to make that journey. Yeah. Like and like it was it was a tough thing for us too because. We went down there. I almost got a little disillusioned with the whole thing. I got a little disillusioned with the whole, like, oh, you got to be in Nashville. you got to be in L.A. Because I felt like a lot of people who go there don't really get a lot done. I feel like you can just say you're in the industry. You're down there. You're fucking, you, you know, you're doing shit. Take some shortcuts just I'm because go, of your I'm location. going to Three Crow and hanging out with this guy, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, that didn't do anything for me. Like, I never, like, when I go down there, I want to work. Yeah. Um, even when I went out to L.A. Actually, it was funny because I said this to... Uh, our my CSAC rep out there. I was in the office and I said basically like, you know, because he was like, you guys are still living in Philly, and I was like, yeah, like I was like, I got, I mean, I come out here and like I want to work, like, and he's like, yo, by the way, everybody out here wants to work, so you're not hot shit. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I mean, that's you know, you live out here, so you probably feel that way. And I guess that's true to a point. Like I, I've always like. Even when we go to New York, I get this vibe of being like, they're like, oh, well, we're in New York, so like you little Philly kids can, you know, fucking I think New play York, along. The whole New York scene, I think, is kind of dying out a bit. I don't know. I just don't, at least from my perspective, I don't see as much action in New York as much as I Look, I got thrown, we got thrown out of uh, offices in New York for trying to pitch our shit. Remember that? Yeah. I'll that never forget that as long as I live. Let me tell you a little day. story. Uh, our first manager said that he had set up label meetings with us. This was 2014, so we were, like, just starting out. Out of college. Out of college. Idiots. So we show up to these, you know, label offices with, like, EPKs and – or, I guess, press kits, PKs. And uh, we go to this one office, and the secretary looks, like, panicked. And we're like, oh, we're here to talk to this person. And they're like, uh, okay. She comes to hell, and the, the, the label rep was like, what are you doing? Like, yelling at the secretary, like – like, I told you no solicitations. She looks at us and goes, I don't know who the fuck you are. And we were like, uh, we're looking at our manager. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, that, to me, I think would have killed a lesser band. Been like, okay, I guess we're never going to do this. You got to learn from it. We learned from it. Uh, don't ever show up to a label office unannounced because they are going to be pissed. <laughs> he literally just sent emails out. He literally just sent emails out and thought that, that uh, equated to a meeting. It, it didn't. Um but yeah, I, I do think it's important to, to go to different places and experience the industry. Like to me, like our biggest thing was I think what it did for us was it taught us the industry side. Oh, definitely. So to me that was like uh like I wanted to get to know the industry side. And I really thought like when we first started going to Nashville, like that was gonna happen really quick. It didn't. Uh we had to go through our ups and downs and get our feet in. But what it did teach me was interaction within the industry. Mm-hmm. And knowing how to talk to people in the industry and knowing what they want to see and all this shit. Um, but I think, like, I think most kids nowadays think, like, okay, I'm on the internet. I got a SoundCloud page. Like, I'm going to blow up. And it begins, yeah. And it begins, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's today's thought process. It's like, I don't need to go to these places because I got the internet. So I'm never going to have to do it. You do still need to go. Like, I think it's impo- – like, for me, even – this was my first time in Los Angeles, so like, like, two months ago. And I learned a lot just going out there through that. Um, but getting out there and meeting people and like working with Kenny from AWOL Nation mm-hmm. and meeting with James from CSAC and, you know, 
the people with Live Nation, like I, it was cool. Like I, I got to learn a lot, and you get to know people on a personal level. And I think what we've learned, especially through radio and shit like that, is a personal conversation is more than you can ever ask for over the over the internet. Oh, definitely, I think it's harder to get a yes over the internet than it is in person. Like you can have a real conversation with somebody and get to know them. But on the flip side, I've also had a lot of pointless fucking meetings in these cities where like you go and like they're just like. Yeah, like what's you know? This is just like a what do they call it? Uh, on entourage, a jerk off general. Remember, yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, I got a three fifteen meeting. He's like, oh, come on, dude, I, fucking anybody can get a three fifteen meeting. Like, to us who don't live there, I think it's like every meeting is like a do or die thing because you're on borrowed time is there as it is. Yeah. And when you live in those cities, it's kind of like, all right, well, I got this, and then I got to go pick up my kids, and it's like this is my home. So you're on their turf. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you, do you find it like beneficial like when we go other place like what's your opinion on like the the need to leave because I know I like was kind of the impetus behind going to Nashville but like from your thought process no I agree with you hundred percent I think going there and even just being in a different environment you you don't have the concessions and the comfort of home is going to make you focus on your work more that's it's true I didn't I didn't even think about gonna that. make you focus up like when we recorded Roots Too Deep I think. We would have gotten a different product if we stayed in Philly. It probably would have taken longer, maybe not as focused. We didn't know as much. We didn't know as much. We, we learned grew a lot. We grew up in, yeah. in that like in that like stretch of time, like living in Nashville for two weeks, and then the subsequent like trips back down. I feel like I grew up as a musician. Like I didn't. I no longer felt just like a local kid. Like I felt like I had earned something. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like weird satisfaction in going somewhere else, and like you almost have like you've also you almost, you almost prove something yeah. to people back home. Like, yeah, that you know that's even outside of music. A lot of times, people say you got to leave your hometown, get out there, experience the world if you want to, you know, do much. It's almost you, like the dating world. Like you got to. Like, mm-hmm. Although, what the fuck can I say? Because I never, <laughs> I'm basically the equivalent of staying in your hometown forever because I married my high school sweetheart. So yeah, but you still went to Nashville. You still travel. Yeah, still, all right. Well, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I mean, like it, like it. It actually was like a motivating factor for me. Was like you know I got somebody at home, so I need to like really step mm-hmm. my shit off. Yeah. Um, but that leads us back to the internet, and it's kind of like this thought process of like, like, do you need to do this anymore? Like, like I, I don't think it'll ever change that you need to experience more no, things. Like it's also very much still a personable business. Like, you can have great stuff online, but then if you're not meeting people, you could you could be some like awkward kid in your room, and then people are like, "How the hell am I supposed to sell this?" Yeah, what am I supposed <laughs> to do with this? I think like the best thing that's ever happened to us is when we get into an environment where people get to see our personality. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's a, that's a big thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm always big on, like, I always say to our manager, Elena, like, just get me in a fucking room and I'll close this deal. will work out. Yeah. yeah. It'll work out the best way that way. Um, and I mean the, the relationships that we forge, like with Trace and, and, and like Elena and just everybody in different cities and radio, the Mike Jones of the world, Wendy Rollins, uh, Brett from, uh, Akron, Ohio. Oh, nicest dude ever. Oh, my God. The, nice. the the dude from Chattanooga, the British guy. Yeah, he was nice, too. He loved me. A lot of nice people. He yeah. did love you. Yeah, a lot of nice people. And, and that's kind of it. Then you also get awkward things, like when you're on the road and shit like that, like where you go to a radio station, you play in a conference room. You never even get on the air, like in Asheville, North Carolina. And you're the bass player, and it's an acoustic performance, and you just got to sit there. Yeah, I mean, I mean being on the road in general is full of like weird moments. It's full of of, like... Like the weirdest thing for me when we're on the road is the downtime, and you're just like, "What the fuck am I doing right now?" Like, I like there's like a million other things like, like when you're just like sitting in a parking lot waiting for the venue to open, and like, 
wind up going and spending money on food and Subway. 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 But like you gotta think about the magical moments too. Like uh, when we went to the radio station in Mobile, Alabama, and then wound up going to Gulf Shores and diving in the Gulf of Mexico and playing football. And yeah. then driving covered in sand to Kentucky after in that. Like, storm. Oh my God. Or like even that same ride riding through Alabama and we stopped at that janky ass gas station and that dude this dude pulls up, it was me, Ken and Eric, and we're in this gas station like hiding from the rain in like on a rural back road and this dude pulls up in a pickup truck. And when I when we say gas station, that was like a gas station from fifty years ago that wasn't touched. And it was also an ammo shop. Uh, so it was like a gun store. Not in Philly anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not in Philly anymore. And some dude pulls up in a pickup truck with the windows down, soaked in water, and he looks at Eric, he looks at me and goes, "You sell weed?" And I was like, "No." And Eric's standing next to me with his fucking long hair. I'm pretty sure he was smoking a joint, Sun- aviator sunglasses. Yeah, on. and like I was, I literally just was like, I was like, "You think I'm the drug guy?" I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, look at this guy over here, <laughs> screams hippie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like to me, like. It also, when you come back to your hometown, gives you this, like, weird stigma. Not a stigma, but, like, this, like, leg up being, like, oh, shit, like, they're doing this. And I always like that. People, it's funny because I've almost seen, like, copycat versions of us, like, people that I know who are musicians who were, like, I'm going to go to Nashville. Or, like, asking me, being, like, hey, how did you break in Nashville? Like, what do you do in Nashville? Like, it's odd because we're not a small market. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're from Philly. Like, we're the fourth biggest media market in the country. Yeah, so it's, I like, the music scene here is growing. Yeah, and so I mean, this is even speaking to people who live in small towns. Like mm-hmm. that, you especially probably need to get your ass moving somewhere else. Not even move, but you know, make your way out there and get to know people because you're not going to be from like the uh, middle of Alabama and just like put songs on SoundCloud and shit's going to happen. Like you've got to yeah. go to LA, New York, Nashville, Philly, Chicago. Um, you know, you say Chicago, you think of people like Chance the Rapper who like blew up in Chicago, wound up moving to LA, and four months later moving back to Chicago because he was just like, fuck this shit. He was like, I'm not doing anything out here. I'm just doing drugs and getting lost, and I want to be with my family. So, yeah, I think that is a good thing today. If you do make it, you have the, with technology and the internet, you can go back home, kind of do it, and then, you know, when you got to go to work, go X, Y, and Z, whatever place you got to be. But that's the great thing about Philly with us is there's so many great venues, so many great spots for live music that I think we kind of lucked out with how great the music scene is here right yeah, now. Yeah, and I mean, we, we're lucked out with the people that we know, and I guess there's also people, we, we're, we're, I think we're doing the right thing. But to each his own, you're going to learn, you're going to try different shit, and you're going to, uh, you're going to experience different things. So, to me, like, the road life and, and, and getting to know other people, like, I think what I'm saying, like, more or less, like, every band has to tour, every band has to go different places, but mm-hmm. if you're talking about, like, industry shit and going to different places, it is a necessity at first but to me, like, I don't want to lose where I'm from. So, like, I'll, I'll do the travel. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. It's expensive. And it's, it's, it's something that's, like, a, a pain in the ass. But it's something you have to do. Definitely. So, all right. Yeah, we're going to keep this one short this week. I think everybody's a little bit fucking off. I know I'm a little fucking off. Yeah. I wasn't when I walked in here. But then all the shit started happening with Tom Hanks and, like, of all people, Tom Hanks. What the, the fuck? hell the hell he got He was it. in Australia with his wife. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, just everybody, be fucking safe out there, please. Like, wash your hands, use hand sanitizer if you can find it. I mean, just fucking, and also live a normal life. Like, don't fucking freak out. Like, uh, you know, I, I can't reiterate this enough, but the the facts state that you're gonna be all right. Like, you're not gonna like it, unless you're extremely elderly or a child. Like, but at the same time, be careful because you don't want to get it and get it, it to and give it to else. other people. Yeah. So, just be smart, keep a cool head. Ken, any parting words? 
I mean, if you are looking to travel right now, you can get some cheap cheap ass flights. But you can't now because <laughs> no, they close it all. They close restrictions. It all. Oh, well, I actually think that's a good idea. It's not yeah. isolationist. Well, but hey, look domestically. Domestically, it, what everybody just kind of stay put for a minute and fucking take care of your family, take care of your shit. So, um, everybody, we'll be back next week. We'll have more of a normal setup next week. Where we're gonna have some calls. We didn't even call Maddie this week. How was Vegas for him? Did he go? He went. He did good. He survived. This shows you Ken didn't listen to last week's podcast. I haven't yet. Ah, you <laughs> fucker. Um, all right, guys. Once again, fucking be safe out there. Fuck you guys. Love you.